0: This is Michael Wilton from Queensryche and you're listening to Sonic Perspectives.
1: and welcome to another interview for your favorite online magazine, Sonic Perspectives. My name is Joel Barrios, and today I have the pleasure of being backstage at Culture Room in Fort Lauderdale, where Queensryche is beginning their North American headlining tour tour, John 5. Joining me here is none other than Michael Wilton, guitarist and founding member of this legendary rock band. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here with us today, Michael.
0: Thank you very much, and we're very happy to be here. Uh, again.
1: <laughs> yes, let's start off by congratulating you for your two just announced events for Queensryche. The opening slot for Scorpion in their upcoming July Las Vegas residency and the band's inclusion in the Rockfest 2020 lineup also happening in
0: July in Wisconsin. Yes, um, you know Queensryche is, is very busy on this tour. The verdict tour is uh, taking us all over the globe and uh, we're getting lots of offers for uh, other countries we uh, really wanted to you know spend maybe a couple of years and then try and get some uh, writing going you know for for writing new material for the next album we'll be able to tour off this probably for two two and a half maybe three years yeah
1: you've been touring relatively and you've also been pretty much holding the opening band slot for scorpions for quite a number of years. I remember traveling from my hometown here in Miami to Ohio back in 2015 uh, to catch you guys there, opening for them, and whenever I haven't seen you headlining, I've seen you opening for Scorpion. So can you remember how did you guys get invited the first time, and what would you say is the reason that
0: they keep bringing you along for the ride? Well, I think it's actually a, a, a good mix of music. You know, I think our music complements the Scorpion's music and it's, it's just a, uh, you know, a, a smooth transition. Um, we get along, they like us, obviously, um, and, uh, you know, and we're, we're respect, we respect their uh, you know, their tour and we know it's their tour, so, uh, you know, we're fast. And we get off the <laughs> stage fast and we get out of their way. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know we've developed this relationship, and um, it's it's great uh, you know to consider them friends, and, and uh, uh, for them to consider us for uh, tours and and special events like this, this residency.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say probably the Scorpions audience is not a hundred percent familiar with your music and the fact that you're opening for thing also opens your music to new audiences and new people that
0: maybe were not familiar at the time. Exactly, and that's that's what you know, they give us a a fifty minute set, maybe uh, sometimes a sixty minute set and we, we try and do a, a, a balance of uh, you know the, the classics the old and the and, and for the most part their fans know the, know our classics which is which is great. So uh, um, and then, you know, we hit them with some new stuff and hopefully uh, we can uh, get some of their audience to start listening to <laughs> us. Uh,
1: you were touching on the subject of like touring endlessly and also in that regard you were invited to the Chris cruise 10 in October. And last year you also participated in the first edition of the Mega Cruise mm-hmm. and in the Monster Road Cruise, which you've been playing numerous times. Mm-hmm. These three events relate to three different genres of rock and roll, yet yeah, Queensryche seems to be appreciated as a band that fits in them all. Uh, what would you say is the reason for your music to be accepted for those dissimilar audiences?
0: Well, I think, you know, for the most part, I mean, we're, we're more of a heavy power rock, power metal band, but, you know, we're melodic. And I think, um, our our music is somewhat unique to itself that it can fit in on a Scorpions tour and it can fit on a Mega cruise, you know, with with heavier bands. Um, you know, there's there's elements of Queen's right that, that fit with uh, all audiences, and I, I think that's why we uh, do these tours. You know, it's just that the fact that um, we we've, we've done. Progressive, cruises, mm-hmm. you know, and and we we've, we've uh, we're very noticed in, in the uh, progressive uh, side of music, mm-hmm. but we're also you know very melodic, and you know, we we write songs, and, and that's what people want to hear. And when you need to rock out, you rock out as well. Sure, it's <laughs> all part of the deal.
1: Exactly, <laughs> it's the name of the game. Uh-huh. <laughs> Going by to the verdict, uh, the album has been made with unanimous praise from creatives and fans alike. To support it, you've been touring, as you said relentlessly, and you still are, and you will be. I saw you guys in this very same venue last year, and you have a terrific visual presentation, including some fantastic videos uh, put together by my friend Dave Stabley. Uh, giving all that level of sophistication now in your shows, uh, have you thought, discussed, or even planned an official live release which will also become the first
0: live document with Todd as a singer? Uh, There's a possibility. Um, You know, we do have a lot of recordings of all the shows that we've done. So I know uh, that that is very much a possibility, audio only, you know, but you know, we could always do uh, something in the making. Um, Kind of all depends, you know, our scheduling and and what the record company wants. We have many, many songs recorded yeah, yeah. live that we could that we could release. And I know it's it's just a matter of figuring it all out, you know. There's there's a lot of things that you have to do to to get access and you and use the for uh live recordings. Yeah, I bet. Uh so
1: with the impact of such a grueling tour album cycle for you as a guitarist is there any kind of routine you go about
0: regarding your playing skills and physical shape when you're traveling? Yeah, we try and, um, you know, be healthy when when we're eating and and, uh, um, some of us work out, uh, go to, you know, gyms and fitness places. We're fans of music, so we want to keep our... That propels you. Our our A-game, an (laughs) A-game, basically. Um, And we want to, uh, you know, always be, musically proficient, you know, and and so I think That's what drives us, you know, because we just have a desire for that
1: right on Uh, What would you say Michael that resonates with you the most from the last album either in a style or in lyrical content?
0: Well, for me, it's it's all about having a group of guys that get along that are willing to take musical chances and to not be intimidated, but to input their creativity and to build that and meld that into a, a Queensryche song. <laughs> you know. And that's, to me, that's what's fun about being in a band. When everybody's contributing and you don't know the outcome, you know, songs can go one way or the other and it's always uh, really interesting to see the end result. Well, that's quite a nice statement there. Do
1: you feel that somehow you're still defined by what many would call your classic era, or you seeing that you've successfully transformed the Queen's
0: right image for the 21st century? Well, obviously, there's no denying our past, and you know we're we're going to be played on classic radio just because of those hits, right? So it's, but you know. We take it all in it's all it's all good for us you know but it's it's great that when uh, um, rock radio stations are playing the new music as well so and the you know the the fact that we are putting out new music and touring on it enables us to to tour different parts of the world and to get on uh, tours and and to do festivals and to be uh, keeping the fans interested in us. And I know there's a lot of bands that just tour on their past and yeah. never put out new music, but we're the opposite. We want to keep evolving Queensryche. That's, and we're that, that's exactly what the fans want to hear. And you know, and we're having a fun time doing
1: it. That's what matters the most. Um, there's been a lot of controversy around the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, choices for this year, the omission of Judas Priest and Motorhead, just to name a couple of bands, and many have expressed that there is a need for them to refocus. What's your point of view about that, and do you expect Queen's right to be nominated or inducted anytime soon in the future?
0: Or oh, you don't care? I don't have a point of view on that. I think it's, you know, it's in the hands of somebody else. You know, so I, I don't think it's it's a, you know, a broad spectrum of input of fans. And I think it's 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 all a close-knit group of people that kind of figured it out. So I, I'm not really interested in Sorry, that. So you
1: pretty much are okay with whatever happens. Yep.
0: <laughs> they can have themselves. <laughs>
1: yeah. Where would you say that you are at the moment? In terms of composing or maybe shaping in any form? or any way the possible follow-off for the birth.
0: Have you put any ideas together? Um, right now it's all just ideas, it's all just uh, guitar riffs, so it, we have a lot of uh, work ahead of us, a lot of uh, creativity that has to be uh, built, and uh, this tour, is, I think, is going to allow us to come up with lots of ideas, and, and uh, we'll, we'll keep working at it, And Hopefully we'll have something by the end of the year uh, that we can present uh, to the record company. But I'm not, I'm not promising anything.
1: Though. No, no, of course. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if I get the idea correctly, you're trying to ride on the momentum of this new album and just really tour and tour and
0: tour. And along the way, something will come up. That's, that's kind of the cycle that we're in. And it's write a record, put it out, tour on it for three years and then write another record and and keep doing that Um, and then you know along the way there's there's possibilities but maybe we can uh, um, release something of you know a live album but uh, right now it's the second half of the tour (laughs) exactly exactly
1: starting here and starting tonight exactly in Florida Uh how do you say that you determine what songs to be included in your setlist and what can the fans expect from the tour that starts here
0: tonight? Uh, you know, it's it's more about a flow, um, you know, with our setlist obviously there's going to be songs that you're always going to have to play and uh, it's about bringing back some of the obscure songs and then representing a couple new songs from the, the verdict, so I think everybody is going to like this uh, set list, and the whole uh, show is going to be very visual and it's going to be very powerful. Well, keeping the A game is what you said, right? That's right.
1: Uh, You guys do a lot of interviews, and I'm sure you hear a lot of the same questions time and time again. So what is the answer to a question that you've never been asked before? Or to put it in a different way, what's a question you've never been asked, but you would like to elaborate on? Mm-hmm. Kind of tricky, one, right? I'm pretty sure you're being asked
0: Yeah almost everything. I think uh, uh one thing you know the fans don't realize is that we're we're doing so many shows per week, you know, week on end, and you know we get sick, we get tired. You're humans, and we still put on a show. They don't see what what we're going through, and it's not like we want to advertise it either. But that's that's something. We'll put on a great show no matter what. And, you know, they don't realize sometimes that that some of us are sick or hurting or burned out. And I think that goes unnoticed.
1: Yeah, it definitely goes unnoticed. I mean, it's grueling, as I said before. If I were to ask you how you define risk and ambition for you personally as an artist and for the band, what would you say that is in this? well-developed career of yours? Um,
0: I think it's all about taking chances. It's all about pushing the envelope and just enjoying the whole creative process, but yeah, we're always pushing ourselves and to do that, you know, sometimes it is taking risks because you have no idea how the fan is going to perceive your Mm -hmm. music, you know, and uh, that's, that's always been Queensryche's motto, we just evolve and You know, in doing so, you take chances.
1: While keeping your core nature, the one that you've been bringing with you throughout decades right now, uh, what kind of music Michael Wilton listens to on daily basis? And what kind of
0: albums impress you recently? Uh, I really don't listen to... I listen to, like, in the morning, I'll turn on classical music. Classical music, wow, that's I'll listen... uh, I'll tell uh, Google to shuffle Andre Segovia, uh, Christopher Parkening, or more of a jazzy guitar player, Ralph Towner. Um, and I'll drink some coffee. And that's, that's about <laughs> the only music I really listen to. <laughs> I'm
1: pretty sure our listeners are going to love this <laughs> So let's grab it all with five sure facts about you. Where's home? Seattle, Washington. Favorite music venue? Oh, wow. There's so many. I... I, I I don't have a favorite. Surprising fact about you that nobody knows about. Um, That I'm a pretty good golfer. (laughs) (laughs) What do you collect? Uh, I collect guitars. Yeah, I would be surprised to hear something else. Uh, Last one, favorite piece of technology.
0: Wow, Uh, my Kemper uh, amp. Okay, do you want to
1: elaborate a little bit
0: about that? Yeah, it's it's a uh, rack mount uh, music processor that I've been using for three years and because we travel a lot, uh, you know, I can put it in a, a Pelican case and have the same sound every night. Um, it's, it sounds amazing, it, it profiles your old amps and saves it in it and it replicates it, you know, exactly. and It's the best piece of technology that's, in my opinion, that's come out in a long time.
1: I know. Sounds like a lifesaver for you. It is. It is. So, Michael, we close each interview by playing a song of the band's most recent effort. Uh, What song would you like us to play at the end of this chat? How about uh, from the verdict, uh, Inner Unrest? Excellent choice. Michael, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here with us at Sonic Perspective. We selected The Verdict as one of the most important progressive metal albums of 2019, and we consider it a beyond stellar manifesto of a band that is at the peak of its powers. Wow, thank you very much. Uh, and I said that not only as a compliment, but as a reality. Thank you for your time, and uh, we wish you and the whole Queensryche camp the absolute best in the tour, and in any future endeavors.
0: Thank you, thanks for having me.
1: Thanks to you. Enjoy
0: the show tonight. We will.